Hello and welcome to episode number 62 of AV's Ripping Wax Packs podcast coming to you from Searcy, Arkansas. I'm your host, Aaron Vaughn. This is the show where we rip open a random wax pack every week and discuss that year and brand of card along with the players in the pack that we open. Along the way, we'll shout out some of your comments as listeners, discuss nostalgic stories about cards or players that come to mind, and spread the pure joy that is ripping open wax packs. We'll also have a segment called Kurt Facts, where my brother Curtis researches some of the players from the previous episode, and I pass along those interesting facts on to you. Uh, you can find us on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, iHeartRadio, TuneIn, and Google Podcasts. New episodes drop every Thursday. Our Twitter handle is at Ripping Wax Packs. Our email is rippingwaxpacks at gmail.com. Our Facebook page is Ripping Wax Packs. And on YouTube, just type in AV's Ripping Wax Packs to see the portion of the podcast where we rip open the pack from the podcast. And we're always looking to promote veterans charities. So contact us and we can help you figure out which would be the best uh, veterans charity for you to donate to or even discuss a partnership with us to help veterans and their families in any, any way that we can. Today we will be discussing 2022 Tops Baseball Series 1. That's awesome. It's brand new. We got a pack that's brand new, not one of the older ones. I uh, love the old um, wax packs. Uh, these are the newer ones. It's nice to get something new every once in a while. So we have some new players and the players up to date and that are playing now um, that we can look through. But um, it's going to be a cool one to open here. So um, thanks for all your support. Um, remember to check out CVs. Uh, tend to check out our other podcast, my brother Curtis and I, our other per- podcast that we do once a month sharing the joy of music and hoping to help listeners discover unfamiliar bands or songs that they might want to look further into. Um, had a comment from Eric Gutshaw. He said, I opened the wax packs. Thanks brother. I really appreciate it. Um, thanks Eric for, um, uh, supporting the podcast. Good luck to the Harding Academy Wildcats here in Searcy, Arkansas. It's a baseball team that I, um, help coach. We're in the regional tournament this week and, um, um, good luck to our Wildcats. Um, UT Martin, where my daughter plays volleyball, um, they won the OVC automatic bid to the National Beach Volleyball Tournament um, in Gulf Shores, Alabama. And they'd never been there before. It was the first time the OVC had an automatic bid. So there are 16 teams left in the field uh, that they put in the field at the National Volleyball Tournament in Gulf Shores. And they got the last seed, 16 seed. So they put the number one team in the country, which is USC in there, 32 and one. So good luck, ladies. Uh, that'll be fun. Great experience for you. Um, let's see what else we have here. Um, little description here of 2022 Series 1 top. So Series 2 hasn't actually been um, released yet. I think it comes out in June at some point if I'm not mistaken, but 2022 Tops is a 660 card set released in two equal series of 30 card, 330 cards. Series one was issued the week of February 9th. And as usual, each 24 pack hobby box will yield either an autograph or relic card, while hobby exclusive jumbo boxes will yield an autograph of game used relic and a manufactured relic. 
Um, the distribution of these are hobbies. We have uh, 24 packs per box, 14 cards per pack, 12 boxes per case. Retail, 24 packs per box, 16 cards per pack, 12 boxes per case. Jumbo or 10 packs per box, 46 cards per pack, six boxes per case. Retail rack, uh, or sometimes they're called fat packs, 36 cards per pack, 108 packs per case. Hanger boxes are 67 cards per box. And I think we, I'm looking at the pack, we have a, just a regular pack that has 16 cards. Um, packs with a special insert may contain only nine to 14 cards because they're a little bit thicker and take up more um, space in the pack. Um, I'm looking through these insert ratios, like the different ratios in series one. There are so many different <laughs> cards now that are that could be in your pack of cards. Um, and I can't even go through all of them. If you want to look them up, I'll just just to start. It says base cards, there's 330. Gimmicks tier one, 75. Gimmicks tier two, 25. Gimmicks tier three, three. Gold foil, 330. Uh, rainbow foil 330 so it sounds like there's the same amount as the base cards there on the 330 a royal blue 330 gold 330 green foil 330 i mean it just goes on and on and on there's just so many this this is why it's so tough to collect cards today um, they're really neat looking and they're cool inserts but it's what makes them so expensive because you people are looking for those cards that are rare um i'm skipping down through here i'm just looking at some other ones clear versions 100 there's 100 of those Generation Now 30, Generation Now Blue, Nint Generation Now Blue, Black, uh, Black, Gold, Red, Platinum, 2001 Greatest Hits, 20, 2021 Greatest Hits, Black, different colors of those. Um, Diamond Greats Die Cuts, there are 25 total cards. Um, and, it's, and it also is what says what they're numbered to. So, um, you know, those are the ones that are going to be worth more the more, rare, the more rare they are, the, the more they're worth. Uh, so if you get a really good player and it's a rookie and he's doing really well and it's um, numbered, you could have a one out of one card. It's the only one made. It's going to cost more. Or, you know, it's going to be worth more. It's it's up to what somebody will pay for it. But usually that's the way that's the case. Um, welcome to the show. Blue, black, gold, red, platinum. I mean, I just can't read them all. There's so many. It's it's almost ridiculous. A 1987 Topps Baseball, blue, black. And I, I don't know this. I haven't looked yet here, but I think that would mean 87 Topps. It kind of looks like one of the 87 Topps cards with the wood border. So, oh, man, there's city flag patches. There's commemorative Major League Baseball logo medallions, player number jersey medallions, different colors. Um, Major League Baseball material on the card. Um, different relics, different... Um, Autograph cards, a bunch of autograph cards in different colors. I mean, it just goes on and on. Um, it's estimated in Series 1 that almost 1 million copies of each Series 1 base card were printed and distributed in packs, not counting factory sets. Um, so we're going to look through these for Hall of Fame cards, rookie cards. Um, trying to look through and see if there's any like rookie card that we're kind of trying to chase here. Um, it has Randy Arozarena's rookie cup card, but I think he already has a, a rookie card um, from the year before. Uh, let's see, look through here. Just some cool cards that I'm trying to look for here. Um, Jake Myers' rookie card. We have Vladimir Guerrero Jr. is always a good card, but it's not his rookie card. Um, yeah, so um, the, we'll get a bunch of those. We have a uh, well, I mean, you, there's a bunch of rookie cards. Some of them are guys we may not know, or they may be guys I do not know. Always looking for Wander Franco. He's a good card to have. Um, 
He's an up-and-coming young player. Um, Jazz Chisholm Jr., love that name. Such a good little player. Uh, Jake Cousins, rookie card. Brian De La Cruz, rookie card. Um, just some different ones that I'm looking through here. Um, if anybody has a certain rookie card that I that I'm not, you know, that I don't know, I'm kind of I kind of know the older guys or even in the junk wax area better than I know now. I mean, I watch all the highlights, but I don't know all the guys like I used to as much because I'm older and I you know I don't put as much time into watching baseball as I used to. Um, but Fernando Tatis Jr. is always a good card to have, but it's not his rookie card. So we're going to be looking for um, all different cards, um, rookies, Hall of Famers. And, you know, just having a fun, good time opening these packs. And, I mean, it gives you every, if you look online, it'll give you every card and every insert that's there and, and has them in, in the uh, order that they come in. And, I mean, it's just, there's so many cards. I don't know how you ever come up with, a you know, the full set of all these cards. It's almost impossible to me. So if, if somebody could tell us how they do that, or if anybody does have a full set with every single version of all the cards, let us know. It'd be great to know. I, I can't imagine getting all these cards. Um, base cards, I guess, What when people are putting together a set, you just get all the base cards. So, so we're going to open that here in a little bit. But right now, let's go to our Kurt Facts segment. Kurt Facts. All right. Kurt Facts from episode 61. Last week was 1994 Collector's Choice. Larry Walker was pulled, Curtis says, and he is a Hall of Famer who first dreamed of being a pro hockey player but later led the NL in homers and was NL MVP in 1997. His number, 33, is retired for the Colorado Rockies, and he was the first Hall of Famer to depict the Rockies uniform on his plaque. He had a three-year stretch where he batted 360 or more three years in a row, and he won three NL batting titles in his career. He was a true five-tool player, hitting for average power with well above average speed, well above average defense, and a cannon of an arm. With the Rockies, he was a part of a quartet of players called the Blake Street Bombers, as him, Dante Bichette, Vinny Castilla, and Andre Scalaraga each hit at least 30 homers in the 1995 season. Wow. His 1997 MVP season was one of the best ever for hitting statistics, as he finished with a 366 average, second only to Tony Gwynn, 49 homers, which was first, 130 RBIs, which was second, 208 hits, 143 runs scored, 33 stolen bases, a 452 on base percentage, which was first, 720 slugging percentage, which was first, a 1.172 OPS, which was first, and 409 total bases, which was first, which led him to being the first Canadian player to win MVP. These stats were just four hits and 10 RBIs from being the first batting triple crown in 60 years. And he also won a gold glove that year, too, leading the league with a 12 defensive assists, fielding percentage, and outfield double plays for. Hall of Famer Tony Gwynn said that Walker was the most complete player and best base running base runner of their era. He finished his career with a 313 average, 78th all-time, 400 on-base percentage, 55th all-time, 565 slugging percentage, 12th all-time, and a 965 OPS, which is 14th all-time, 2,160 hits, 199th all-time, 471 doubles, 88th all-time, 383 homers, 66th all-time, 230 stolen bases, uh, and 1,355 runs scored, which is 107th all-time, 3,904 total bases, which is 103rd all-time, and he would have 
had more if not for injuries forcing him to miss 375 games in his 17-year career. Even so, he was the 40th player in history to reach 2,000 hits, 400 doubles, 300 homers, 1,000 runs scored, and 1,000 RBIs. He's the only player in Major League Baseball history to reach at least 310 average, 380 homers, 1,300 RBIs, 965 OPS, 471 doubles, 230 stolen bases in a career. The only player to do those things. Wow. <laughs> Never realized Larry Walker was that good. That's amazing. Thanks, Curtis. Tony Gwynn was pulled, and Aaron questioned whether the picture could possibly be Tony's brother, Chris, since the player appeared to be too slim to be Tony. While Chris did play with the Padres and his brother in 1996, according to what I could find, Chris was as big or bigger than Tony during his time in the majors. And I found a reference that said that Tony was 5'11 and 185 pounds in 1994, and that picture's not Chris as he did, did play for the Dodgers in 94. So Curtis got it. I was wrong. I apologize. <laughs> Chipper Jones was pulled and is a Hall of Famer uh, who played his entire 19-year career with the Atlanta Braves. Another one of those great Braves players on a team that beat my Cleveland Indians in the 1995 World Series. Among switch hitters, he ranks only behind Hall of Famer Eddie Murray for most RBIs and is the only switch hitter with a career batting average of at least 300, um, 400 or more homers. Um, showing how difficult drafting players is, Jones is the only is only the only the second number one overall pick uh, draft pick to be inducted into the Hall of Fame. He finished his career with a 303 average, 2,726 hits, 61st all-time, 549 doubles, which is 32nd all-time, 468 homers, which is 35th all-time, and 1,619 runs scored, which is 44th, and 1,623 RBIs, 35th. Yeah, I saw Chipper growing up. He, he was amazing. Jeff Kent was pulled, and I think... Um, he people most people will be surprised that he finished his 17-year career with lifetime stats of 290 average, 2,461 hits, which is 110th, 560 doubles, which is 30th, 377 homers, which is 76th, 1,320 runs scored, which is 120th, and 1,518 RBIs, which is 54th. And Kurt says, I knew he was a solid player, but I had no idea he had these kind of numbers. Me either, Kurt. Um, looking at these numbers made me wonder why he's not in the Hall of Fame, but baseball people speculate that his terrible defense and the fact that he played in the steroid era may have caused him to miss out. I remember when he came to play for the Cleveland Indians one year for one year, and it seemed like he just could not adjust to the American League game because he was known as such a tough hitter when he came to us from the Dodgers and then was terrible for us. But when he got back to the National League, he started ripping the ball again. And then lastly... Curtis Pride was pulled, and I just wanted to briefly mention him as one of the only totally deaf players to ever make the majors. His career was uh, short, but he became an ambassador for inclusiveness in sports. That's really cool, Curtis. Thanks for including Curtis Pride in that, too, just because he has your name as well. But that's really neat. Um, so there's our Kurt Facts segment. Appreciate that, Curtis. And at this point, let's have a little um, message from Buzzsprout. Let me tell you a little bit about Buzzsprout. We use Buzzsprout and it's amazing. You start with some gear that you already have in a quiet space. And if you want to upgrade, Buzzsprout has tons of guides to help you find the right equipment at the right price. Buzzsprout gets your show listed in every major podcast platform. You get a great looking podcast website, audio players that you can drop into other websites, detailed analytics to see how people are listening. 
tools to promote your episodes, and much, much more. Podcasting isn't hard when you have the right partners. The team at Buzzsprout's passionate about helping you succeed. Um, if you follow the link in our show notes, it lets Buzzsprout know we sent you, and it gets you a $20 Amazon gift card if you sign up for a pay, paid plan, and it helps support our show. We love Buzzsprout. And um, join over a hundred podcasters already using Buzzsprout to get their message out to the world. Try out Buzzsprout today. Here's our 2022 Series One uh, baseball pack. Here um, we're on the uh, YouTube side now, and if you want to go over to YouTube, check out uh, us opening this pack here. All right, so let's open it up. We got Shohei Otani on the front. Um, it says tops. Baseball 2022 Series 1 Major League Baseball 16 cards uh, packs with a special insert may contain only 9 to 14 cards and it's got a bunch of writing on the back also uh, it gives you different odds on there of different cards you could get and there's so many of them like I said never know what you're going to get um, so here we go let's open up this pack oh yeah we have Rod Wolford thank you Rod my buddy from uh, Jay County, Indiana, over in Portland, Indiana, in Jay County. Um, actually taught with him at uh, Jay County Schools. So, Rod, congratulations. Thanks for the support. Episode 62, this pack is yours, unless I get something that I think is really expensive, and I'll also send you some other wax packs. Rod, appreciate you, sir. All right, open her up. All right, so looking at the cards, first time I've opened a 2022 pack this year. Uh, we have... Tim Anderson, so you see we have a white border on the cards, pretty cool looking card. Got an in-action photo of Tim. Um, it says tops up in the upper left-hand corner. It has his name and who he plays for on the bottom. And on the right corner at the bottom, it has shortstop, since he plays shortstop, his position. And then on the left side, it's got the socks for the white socks. In the back, um, you know, some of those other older cards we looked at, they always seemed like they wanted to have a picture on the back too to show how awesome their new cards were and what they were doing to spice up the world of baseball cards. But um, these just have the stats on the back. And it looks like it has all their stats from their major league and might have the minor leagues too. I just haven't got to a guy with that on his, on his yet. It looks like it's just the major league stats because I'm sure Tim Anderson played the minor league some and then it has a little bit of an inf informational um, paragraph about them on there too so it has the information and then their stats on the back all right so we had Tim Anderson really good player there uh, Alex Reyes is next Isaiah Kiner Falifa if you say it that way sorry if I'm wrong Jonah Heim, and Andrelton Simmons. We have Adam Wainwright, not Wayne Left. He's Wayne Wright. Um, one of my buddy Eric Myers' favorite players, Joey Votto from the Cincinnati Redlegs. That guy can hit. Look at his averages and his different numbers over his career. I'm looking through from. 2007 to 2021, pretty long career, 302 lifetime average. These days, guys hit, you know, 250 and hit a bunch of home runs and they make a bunch of money. It could be 230 and they make a bunch of money. Um, yeah, so Joey Votto is a consummate professional hitter. Justin Dunn is next. 
Michael Brantley on the Astros has been great his whole career when he wasn't hurt. I remember playing with the Tribe, just such a smooth hitter. Danny Jansen. Jaron Duran or Duran. Oh, one of my favorite players, Jose Ramirez on the Cleveland Indians. Well, the Guardians now, but it actually says Guardians on it. Wow, Cleveland Guardians, that's so weird to, to see. Jose Ramirez, that guy can hit too. Mitch Haniger. Raymel Tapia, or Tapia. Again, sorry if those are wrong. Wrong. Krong. <laughs> G-Man Choi. And last but not least, there's a little insert. It's, you know, there's so many of these, but it's pretty cool looking cards. Kebrian Hayes, or Kebrian Hayes, I'm not sure exactly how you say it. Stars of the MLB. And it's kind of like a silvery, shimmery card. Kebrian Hayes. So um, it, you can see if, if you're watching the YouTube part of the podcast, you can see that it kind of rainbows in there. Whenever you turn it from side to side, it's pretty cool. Uh, just has a little bit about him on the back. Key Brian captivates fans with a wide array of alluring tools, including G-Wiz defense, good speed, and emerging power. And it talks more about it on the back. So a little bit about him and why he's such a star of the MLB. So stars of the Major League Baseball. So there's so many of those different um, inserts. Uh, you know, there's no way I could ever say all of them. So look them up if you want to see those online. But there's our pack. Congratulations to Rod Wolford for winning that pack and some extra wax packs. And uh, thanks for watching the YouTube part of the uh, podcast. And we'll go finish up the show now. All right. Thanks for tuning in this week. Remember, you can always contact us in these ways. Twitter handle is at Ripping Wax Packs. Our email is rippingwaxpacks at gmail.com. Facebook page is Ripping Wax Packs. And on YouTube, just type in AV's Ripping Wax Packs to see the part of the podcast where we rip open the pack from the podcast. Um, check out our new podcast uh, every month called CV's Tend to Check Out. And we're always looking to promote veterans charities. Thanks to Kurt for researching for the podcast in the Kurt Facts segment. This has been AV's Ripping Wax Packs podcast. This is Aaron Vaughn thanking you for tuning in. Have fun, be safe, love one another, and keep God first in your life. Have a good one.